You're listening to Soul Keys Podcast with your host, Kelly T. Smith. Yep, that's me, here to guide you deep within and remind you that all of the answers you seek are within you. Check me out at www.soulsearchingzone.com and let's get started. Soul Keys Podcast. I'm Kelly T. Smith. I'm your host, and every week I'll be right here helping you go deep within to uncover and discover how to deepen your connection to your inner self, your soul self, divine source, God, and the universe. So welcome back, and thank you for joining me again for this is episode number 10, and I am really excited to talk to you about today's topic. But before we get into that, I just wanted to tell everyone, everyone who has left me feedback in iTunes, I just really wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to leave me feedback. It means a lot to me. This is still a new journey for me. So I was going through the feedback today and reading them and it really touched my heart that you took time out of your day to leave me feedback. So I did a promotion in May where if you left me feedback in iTunes, then I sent you a five-card email reading as long as you messaged me. And I had so much fun doing that that I'd like to do that again for June. So I'm offering a five-card email reading using one of my apps that I will send to your inbox. If you leave me in feedback, if you're enjoying the podcast and you'd like to leave me feedback, and it doesn't have to just be iTunes, it can be wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you leave me some feedback and you're enjoying the podcast, um, please message me at Intuitive Life Coaching with Kelly at gmail.com and I will send you a five card email reading. It's important for you to message me though because I, I have no way of knowing what email address to send it to unless you message me. So I'd be happy to do that. Again, thank you guys for taking your time out to leave me some feedback. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is conscious living. And I did draw a card for you using my Guiding Light Oracle card app, which you can find in either Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's on Google Play. It's also on Apple. And there's a free version of that. In fact, if you if you do a search for Kelly T. Smith on your phone in the Apple Store or the Google Store, all three of my apps will pop right up. So um, it's the Guiding Light Oracle card. And the card I pulled for you today is called Conscious Living. I'm going to go ahead and read that message for you now. Are you on autopilot in regards to the choices you make in your daily life? It's time to change your unhealthy habits and make way for a healthier way of living. This card comes to you today to ask you to be mindful of all the ways you take care of yourself. You're being guided to change your diet, exercise more, take better care of yourself in general. If you have a habit or addiction that you've been wanting to let go of, now is the time to do it. Choose to make the changes that are necessary for your overall health and well-being. These changes are the answers to your prayers. Things cannot get better until you let go 
or change the things that are causing you to feel lethargic, weighed down, and low on energy. It's time for you to be conscious of the way you're living. Choose to live healthier, eat healthier, move more, pay attention to how your body feels. As you do this, you shift your relationship with yourself. When you treat yourself with love in regards to the choices you make, your self-esteem will benefit from it as well. You will start to feel more confident, healthier, and happier. By choosing to live consciously, you're choosing to love yourself as well. As you love yourself and honor yourself by the way you choose to live, you invite in more changes that reflect your new level of self-awareness. Okay, so that's the card for today's show, Conscious Living. And when I talk about that message, the first thing that comes up for me is the relationship with yourself. So in this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about consciously changing your habits. Yes, but I'm going to go even deeper than that card. I'm going to talk about what conscious living means in general and in all areas of your life, not just your health. Because let, let's go ahead and go into key one, because what is the difference between being conscious and unconscious and living your life from a conscious place versus an unconscious place. That brings me to key number one, what does becoming conscious mean? So in order to understand what becoming conscious means and really being conscious in your day-to-day life, let's look at what it means to be sleepwalking in your day-to-day life or being on autopilot. Because so often, every day we wake up, we do the same things over and over again, we react to the same situations in the exact same way, we make choices on autopilot, we're not even choosing those choices, we're just kind of doing them, but we're not paying attention to what we're doing, we're not paying attention to all the energy we're giving, the things we're giving, because maybe if we paid attention, we'd find that we're spending 10 hours on the internet. Maybe if we paid attention, we'd find that we were eating foods that were making us sick. Maybe if we paid attention, we would find that we are giving all of our energy into people and situations that do not serve us and that deplete us and don't give back to us. Maybe if we paid attention, we would find that we're not getting enough sleep. Maybe if we were more conscious we would see that we're spending our money in a way that is stressing us out. So those are just some examples because a lot of times in our life, we're unconscious. We, we ha- maybe we have bad spending habits, but we're stressing out because we don't have enough money. But if we really put our energy into consciously how we're spending our money or how consciously planning our meals or consciously choosing relationships that are for our highest good and being present moment to moment to moment, then we have the power to create and design a life that we want. But when we're living on autopilot and we're sleepwalking, we are not aware that we have choices and that we're choosing unconsciously, yes, but we're still choosing to ignore the things that are for our highest good. So this today's Conscious Living episode is really about me helping you to understand how you can set your day up for success. 
So not just set your day up for success, but set your life up for success. Because if you keep this at the forefront of your mind, that you're going to pay attention to the thoughts you think every single day, that you're going to pay attention to the people you spend all your time with, that you're going to pay attention to where in your life things are a time sucker or a resource sucker or maybe an energy, you know, depleting you from energy. So, you know, even certain foods that you eat will take away from you instead of giving back, but they will take nutrients out of your body and they will deplete you of energy instead of giving you energy. And so that ha- that can happen with our food, that can happen with our relationships, and that can happen with our time. So when we become aware and present and we have intention, we are paying attention, we are giving back to ourselves and asking for balance in every single area of our life. Then we are conscious. We are conscious of how our actions are affecting ourselves, how our actions are affecting other people, how our actions are also designing our life. So a lot of times we live life almost like we're living the same day over and over again. And I talk about this a lot in my podcast, the Groundhog Day. I've used this as an example for years in all my classes But that's just it. So until we choose something different, until we become conscious of how we are living, how we're directing our thoughts and our energy and how we're utilizing our resources, until we become aware, even aware of what thoughts we're thinking and choose to think in a different way, we're going to keep creating the same day over and over and over again. So I actually had a conversation with a listener of my podcast who recommended to me that um, we take a little bit of time at the end of each key point to let that message soak in. And I loved that feedback from him. So I've chosen to add a pause for reflection segment in all of my podcasts from here on out. So That was key one, what does becoming conscious mean? And now I'm going to pause for reflection where I ask you a coaching question and then I want you to just sit with that question and really ponder that question. You can either journal about it or if you're driving or walking, you can just ponder it and think about what that question means to you so that you can take this information and then apply it directly relate it to your own life. So your coaching question right now for key number one is in what areas are you on autopilot in your life? How are you sleepwalking in your day-to-day actions in your day-to-day life? How are, what are you not paying attention to? So I'm going to be quiet for just a few moments so that you can ponder that question. Okay, and we're going to go ahead and move to key number two. Key number two is changing it up and clearing it out. So once we understand 
that we can become conscious and aware that we can wake up to our actions, our choices, our decision, where we're utilizing our time, our energy, what thoughts we're thinking, then it's time to change it up. And I believe that anytime we choose change, we also need to let go of something because a lot of times whatever we're holding on to with both hands like super tight, whatever we're trying not to lose or holding on to our comfort zone or holding on to relationships that aren't serving us or holding on to stuff we don't need or use anymore just in case we need it tomorrow. Have you ever done that? Like I'm always like, well, I don't fit those jeans, but maybe when I lose weight, I'll fit them and then I'll be like, I wish I had them. So that's actually like our way of 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 keeping ourselves from moving forward and embracing newness. If we could just let go, we will free up space in our energy, free up space in our mind, we'll free up space in our lives, we'll have new things to focus on and that bring in newness into our life. So key number two is change it up. And in order to change it up, we have to clear it out. So in what ways or what areas of your life are you holding on to things that do not serve you? Holding on to people, relationships, situations. And so here's an example. If you wanted to become conscious in taking better care of yourself, if you wanted to become conscious in taking better care of yourself, and you chose to have new habits of eating whole foods and healthy things, is it in your best interest to leave those cookies in the cabinet? Is it in your best interest to keep the old food that you've always kind of just gravitated toward in your cabinet? Or would you say it might be in your best interest to go ahead and let go of those for now, until you can tell you feel good about eating them in moderation, but go ahead and let go of them now so that they're not the main things that's in your cabinet. But instead, when you go to your cabinet, you now have healthy selection to choose from. Absolutely. We know the answer to that question, yet I can't tell you how many times I've tried to eat healthy, but didn't really focus on what was in my cabinets. And then I'd be like, well, I don't have anything to eat. Because I didn't plan ahead. So what in, when you're changing it up, you have to first clear out. What is this that I no longer need that is also adding to the decisions that I make every single day? And how can I replace it with something that gives back to me? So this brings me to balance. So when you become conscious, you want to be conscious of where you're putting your energy And if what you're putting your energy into is actually life-giving, it's giving back to you in some way because if it's not, it isn't healthy. It isn't healthy for you. So in other words, if you are giving, if you are, if you are, you know, eating a lot of food that is taking away from you, when food should give to you, food should be the life force energy that gives back to your body. So that's just one example, but we can take that and we can look at, okay, and what relationships do you have that are depleting, that are are really, really expect and demand so much of your time, but can't give you that back. And, And understand that 
if that's the case in some of those relationships, you just need to learn to let go and just allow things to be the way they are and choose to spend time with people and situations and places that can also fill you up. Because if you continue to make choices in life that are just about you giving, 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 or doing, 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 or being, being, being for everyone but you, then what's happening is you're abandoning yourself. So it's about giving back to you through the choices and the decisions that you make. And in order to do that, we have to be mindful of letting go of things. One of the things that I like to really look at in my life when I'm ready for positive changes and growth and to move in a new direction is my environment. Because I know that if I wake up to exactly the same thing that I saw yesterday and I look at that painting that no longer resonates with me or that's no longer a vibrational match and I think to myself, ew, I don't like that anymore, but I never do anything with it, then that, that, that doesn't make me feel good. But if I then consciously say, okay, I've kind of outgrown this painting or this piece of furniture, or I've outgrown, you know, certain things and I no longer need it. So I'm going to give it away or donate it or sell it. And then I'm going to purposely hang something up in that spot that makes me feel good when I look at it. That like kind of motivates me or inspires me or the colors just jump out at me and make my day better. So we're consciously putting ourselves in an environment that makes us feel good, becoming conscious of, of what we're listening to or what's on the background and on our TV, where we're spending all our time, and, and letting go of the things that are not for our highest and best good. So we're going to go ahead and pause for reflection now. And the coaching question that I have for you to kind of wrap up this key point is what are you holding on to, just gripping on to, trying so hard to, to control or gripping on to and with all of your energy, trying so hard to fix something or or almost maybe even living someone else's life for them, you know, just kind of projecting yourself into their problems and always trying to help them or save them or make their life better. Think about what your hands are full of. Like where do you have both of your hands kind of gripped and what do you need to let go of? Because when you let go of it, there is more room in your life to choose something new and to move in a new direction. So the question is, what do you know in your heart of hearts is time to let go gently and with love of so you can move towards something new or make room for something new? I'm going to give you a few moments to really ponder that question. You can journal it or you can just ponder it whatever works for you and now we're going to go ahead and move on to key number three discovering your inner needs and desires. 
and living a life of purpose. Okay, so in this segment is all about helping you understand what you want and painting a picture in your mind of what your life would look like if you were living your life with intention and you were making choices that were giving back to you and you were putting energy into relationships and things that make you feel good and you were aware of, you weren't afraid to look at certain things in your life that needed your attention and also needed your direction so that you could then choose what your soul needs, what do you need, what are your desires. So when we ask ourselves, what do I need? There's a part of you that is already kind of yelling at you. It's already yelling at you. You need more sleep, (laughs) your body says. You need more peaceful time alone. You need more stress reduction. You need more time outside, right? There's already an aspect of yourself that knows exactly what you need. And if you continue to ignore those parts of yourself, you are going to feel completely disconnected from your inner world. And then you're going to be on autopilot because that is how we cope when we don't want to deal with what's going on inside of us. We check out on the outside and then we do mind-numbing activities like stay on the internet for three hours or check our our text messages a hundred times over or or binge watch Netflix for five hours in a row. When we do things like that and we, we go on autopilot, it's because there is something going on within you that you're not looking at, that you're not hearing that you're not listening to and we have programmed ourselves maybe through society that we're that it's too painful to go inside and listen to what we need but the truth is when you go inside and you listen to what you need and you honor it then you are you are feeding an aspect of yourself you are watering an aspect of yourself. You are giving that part of yourself an opportunity to grow, to expand, to move forward, to you are nurturing yourself. And through really honoring your own needs and listening to what you need, you are loving yourself. You are giving back to yourself. You are doing something beautiful for yourself. And here's where we get hung up. A lot of times we're expecting other people to show us that kind of love and nurturing. And when we don't get that kind of love and nurturing from people outside of us, we feel unloved. But the truth is that that's most, that is most of the time people are mirroring back to us that we have abandoned our own needs, right? They might abandon, they might act like we don't matter or we feel like they don't love us as much as we love them. But the truth is they are mirroring back to us that we have been ignoring our own needs. We have been ignoring our inner music. We have been ignoring our own 
desires. We have put an invisibility cloak over ourselves and then we have made everyone else a priority over ourselves. And when you really internalize that kind of information and you get it, you recognize you have the power to choose something new for yourself. And when you radiate self-love and self-acceptance and you give that back to yourself, you also become a shining example for other people around you to do the same. Because the truth is we cannot live anyone else's life for them. No one else can live our life for us. Our job is to get interconnected, interconnected to source and to water ourselves, to give ourselves that love. Speaking of watering ourselves, this keeps coming up. I just wrote I just wrote an article on this on my Facebook page called Learning to Water Yourself, and I'm getting a very big message from Spirit to read that for you, so I'm going to do that right now. And this is on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash intuitive life coaching with Kelly T. Smith. If you'd like to go back to it or reference it at any time, I wrote it as a note on my page. So here it is. Today, while working outside in the garden, I noticed how some of my flowers and plants thrive, even though I had forgotten to water them. They thrived while others were sagging and completely lifeless. Why? I sat with this question just for a moment. Why are some flowers and plants drought resistant while others are not? Could it be that they've adapted to the environment around them? Or was this already programmed in them to behave this way? Two very good questions that I could not wait to find the answers for. So I did what I always do when I'm seeking answers to the deep questions of life. I got quiet, I asked the questions, and I waited for the answers to rise up from within me. Soon, I did get the answers, and the answer was both. I do feel like this is a metaphor, so not to be taken literally. They adapted to the environment, and they were programmed to be that way, because at one point in that particular plant's life, they were up against some very intense heat, stress, and drought, and some of their relative plants didn't make it. However, those that did rewrote the code or the program into their seed so the next time the seed was planted, it carried that information with it. So the story goes, and the plants just keep getting stronger and stronger. It continues to thrive even though other plants might not make it. All it takes is one. So what made the one plant different? What was it that allowed it to survive the harsh climate and crack the code for all the other plants? Well, it's quite simple, really. The plant that becomes drought resistant over time doesn't depend on being watered from the outside. It doesn't wait for the water to come in from outside of itself, but instead it reaches deep down within itself, deep within its roots, and it finds a river stream that was within it all along, a river of source energy, water, that they never knew existed because they were always focused on outside water. So when life hits you hard and you find yourself in the middle of the heat with no one around to offer you water or support, it's time to get quiet. Do not wait around to be watered by an outside source, but instead go within. Reach deep within to the very core of your being 
and you will find a river stream that has been reserved just for you. This river of source will fill you up from the inside out, so your leaves do not shrivel in the heat and your blooms do not fall off. But instead, you will continue to thrive, bloom, and flower, no matter the outside circumstances, because you will have put all your faith on the river that resides from within you. You are loved and supported more than you know. Turn within and you will remember. So that is the message that came through, I think about three or four days ago that I wrote out. And it really does bring me to the end of this show because I really want you to understand that it is your job to water yourself. It is your job to fill up your own cup. It is your job to give back to yourself. But when you recognize that there is a beautiful connection within you, that will water you as well. But all you have to do is pay attention. Pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention to what you need. Pay attention to what you want. And stop ignoring. Stop ignoring your feelings. Stop ignoring. Stop trying to distract yourself with what you feel. Because even though it's hard to sit in your pain, and even though it's hard to feel what you feel, when you actually give those feelings an outlet, they transcend into something else. They will, They have a message behind them, a healing message. And through that, you'll be able to, to move in a completely new level of awareness and self-love. So honor what is going on within you. Thank you so much to listening to this week's episode number 10, Conscious Living, How to Set Your Day Up for Success. And as always, you can find me at www.soulsearchingzone.com. Thanks again.